Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Center for, right? This was the whole purpose. We are handing to Al Qaeda and the Taliban and all the other Islamic terrorists who share Al Qaeda's ideology the greatest victory that they have ever known. And they are celebrating it from Beirut to Jerusalem uh, to Abu Sayyaf in the Philippines to, you know, these Islamic states in Nigeria and West Africa. I mean, this is the greatest defeat of the world's superpower that anyone well, has ever seen. I, because what they achieved, I, this is what is different, Jason. This, this is what is different. When, when we lost battles and wars before, it was with dignity and it was with honor. But in this war, it is with shame and it is drenched in the blood of betrayal. And we are isolated on the world stage and we are weak because of it. And the only people who benefit are America's enemies. That was Laura Logan on Fox, one of the few remaining true journalists that actually try to provide you facts and truth, going over her take on what's happening in Afghanistan because that continued disaster that they call a successful operation. You know, the one where you leave 10% of Americans behind and that's considered a success these days, at least under the Biden administration, I guess it is. Um, there is a couple reports that I read. One was from the Daily Caller. One was from the Daily Wire. I saw one in Fox uh, that you have groups of veterans that are trying to get the remaining 10% plus anybody who has a green card or has some type of a visa that can get out of Afghanistan, they're trying to get them out, only to be delayed or blocked by the Biden administration. When I was first reading these reports, you start to wonder what's the ulterior motive 
why would you delay these planes from coming out? And really the only thing that I could think of with the full capabilities of the U.S. military behind you, you are just embarrassed that you guys couldn't pull off getting 100% of Americans plus all the people that helped us over the last couple decades out of the country and get them to safe places before the Taliban had full control of the country. That was really my initial thought because I was looking at what was being said and they're saying planes were on standby since last Thursday and as of Saturday evening going into Sunday, there's no word from the administration and really no reason why other than some poor excuses of we're just checking everybody on the plane to make sure who's who and you guys just got to call and ask us. Well, not until Sunday, and believe me, I don't like this guy, Chris Wallace. I think Chris Wallace is a dirty dog, okay? But he ended up doing an interview. I'd like you to hear it for yourself because all of a sudden, all the smoke goes away. It becomes extremely clear. Here that is. Since we left the country on Friday, how many Americans have gotten out of Afghanistan since we pulled out? How many Afghan allies have gotten out since the Taliban was in complete control of the country? I understand zero. And in fact, we have six airplanes at Maza Sharif Airport, six airplanes with American citizens on them as I speak, uh, also with these interpreters, and the Taliban is holding them hostage for demands right now. They, we have, the state has cleared uh, these flights, and the Taliban will not let them leave the airport. So I'm sorry, the answer to your question is zero. And that's my concern is they're going to demand more and more, whether it be cash or legitimacy, as the government of Afghanistan. Let, let me pick up on this because I didn't know this. You're saying that there are Americans on airplanes ready to fly out of Afghanistan right now and they're not being allowed out because Taliban is making demands. What demands are the Taliban making? Well, they are not uh, They are not clearing the airplanes to depart. They, they've set, sat at the uh, airport for the last couple of days, uh, these planes, and they're not allowed to leave. Uh, we know the reason why is because the Taliban wants something in exchange. This is really, Chris, turning into a hostage situation where they're not going to allow American citizens to leave until they get full recognition from the United States of America. My concern is that Zal Khalizad, our special envoy, who's met with the Taliban, they're in talks right now, uh, and I think I, I worry his recommendation to the administration will be to recognize the Taliban as the official government of the United States, a, a Taliban organization uh, that is a terrorist organization. That was McCall from Texas. I mean, isn't it amazing? How could you possibly see that coming? That a terrorist organization is going to hold Americans hostage to get something they want. I don't know what more could possibly be on their wish list. Maybe, like McCall said, they want to be recognized as the government over there. But beyond that, Joe Biden already gave them a banging gift, you know, $84 billion worth of military equipment, not to mention pallets and pallets of cash. What more could you need? He set them up financially. He set them up militarily. He, he did a great job. Joe did. He pulled out, left all our people there. That's that 10%, that pesky 10%. You know, the passing grade, you got 90% of people out. That's good enough. Now the other 10 are on the tarmac waiting to leave. Have no idea what their future holds. Don't know what these people are going to do to them. And since we pulled everybody out, we have limited control on what happens beyond this point.
Joe Biden better pray. Well, he doesn't even, he ain't going to pray. Okay, first of all, I went over that too about abortion. He ain't no Catholic. Yeah, first of all. Uh, secondly, he ain't going to pray because he doesn't even know what day of the week it is. But his administration better start praying. Because if one single person gets murdered over there by this terrorist organization, if they go blow a plane up, if they do anything to harm the Americans over there, there better at that point be some type of retaliation and a whole lot of people better step down. But this administration does know what they're doing. A telltale sign of that is simply this. I told you when this all came out weeks ago, I kept saying China has a big interest in Afghanistan. Whatever their reasons are is a little unclear right now, but I'm sure that give it a little bit of time and that'll shake out. Well, just announced by the head dirtbag of the Taliban, he says, and I quote, China will be our main partner and represents a great opportunity for us because it is ready to invest in our country and supports reconstruction efforts. There it is. The terrorist organization known as the Taliban is now going to join forces with the communist regime, China, and that is a bad sign for every other nation. Now they're going to have endless financial support. China's going to turn a blind eye to anything that they do, and uh, the Taliban is more than likely going to grow exponentially. Dangerous times we live in. 9-11 is coming up on us here very shortly, just a few days away. What are the chances that some of these terrorists are already in the United States? They've already either crossed the southern border or we just flew them in here. And what's the chance on the 20-year anniversary, as important as it is for us, it's equally as important for them because they're the ones that did it, that they try to do some type of an attack here on American soil on 9-11? We don't know for sure. Joe Biden's administration turns a blind eye to everything. So we're not going to get any intel prior to that. We just got to watch the day and see what unfolds. God willing, nothing will happen. Pray for the best. Hope for the best. But it is a dark future ahead of us knowing that these people could potentially be in the country and it's just a terrorist attack is waiting around the corner somewhere. Now hearing what I just said, understand that the Biden administration, the government, everything, if you voted for them, if you're still trying to support them after this disaster, they don't care about you. So when they give you all their virtue signaling bull crap, like they actually care, just think about the people left behind in Afghanistan, and you should know at that point, Uncle Sammy, all those people up top, they really don't care about you. Now, I know I'm switching subjects a little bit, but to just kind of drive home the point that they don't care about you, uh, the White House on Thursday proposed removing certain penalties associated with trafficking of fentanyl-related substances. So fentanyl, which is killing more people than heroin, more people than any, any uh, drug that's out there currently, we have a massive drug problem in the United States. They're going to take away penalties, so... You can come traffic in all this big, heavy drugs that are killing people right and left. Um, if that doesn't say we don't give a crap about you, <laughs> I don't know what else does. I, the, the story itself just says it all. Well, every, every news outlet carried it that I saw. Check it out wherever you want to look it up. Um, just look up fentanyl trafficking. You can read the article for yourself, but it, 
it's pretty self-explanatory. I don't think you even need to dive into it any more than that. But if you'd like to read it, you know, just check it out for yourself. But yeah, so if you were thinking about trafficking fentanyl and making some side money and hustle, the White House is totally cool with that. <laughs> let's bring, it's so dumb. I just, let's bring it all in. Why not? Oh, and I know I went over this last podcast, but I'm just going to throw this out there for all the pro-choicers out there. You know you're really on the wrong side of history and the wrong side of a decision when the satanic temple is now an ally of pro-choice advocates fighting to overturn uh, the new Texas abortion law that places a ban on most abortions. More or less, it pretty much shuts down all abortions uh, after six weeks. So, (laughs) again... Nothing quite says you're on the wrong side of something than having the satanic temple be your ally. So for all of the Hollywood stars that are coming out and writing their cute little messages and virtue signaling just so they could stay in the good grace of the left and all the people that are in Texas freaking out and they're so upset because they can no longer uh, murder innocent babies. Who, you know who's backing you up? Satan himself. So, good choice there. And on to the looming problem that we face in America today. The root cause of a lot of things that are going on right now, um, COVID-19. Yes, COVID-19 seems to never quite go away. Just when you think it's going to go away. Just when you think you don't have to mask up anymore and you, you, know, you get your two shots and you're done. Eh, not so much. Fauci told you. Originally, you didn't need a mask, and then you needed a mask, and then you needed two masks. And then if we get a vaccine and you get a shot, you can go not wearing a mask and get back to a normal life to saying, oh, no, wait, you're still going to have to wear a mask because you could still, you know, get it and spread it. Two, now you're going to need a booster shot, and you're going to need a third shot, and you're still going to have to mask up. And big events, you're still going to have to stay six feet apart and blah, 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 blah. Okay. <laughs> it never ends. Well, Israel the most vaccinated country in the world. They're having the worst outbreak ever. And again, they are the most vaccinated in the world. Their prime minister came out and said that, be ready for not only a third shot, but a fourth shot as well. So we're just, you're just going to get shots forever, man. It's just, it's going to be great. You're going to, it's going to be like, um, you know, normal doctor visit. I think if you're in a high risk category, you probably see your doctor every three months. And I guess every three months, you're just going to get another shot. You're going to be boosted forever. They're going to totally annihilate your immune system to the point where the littlest nothing cold is probably just going to wipe you out. But that's where they're going with it. Funny thing, I found a video from a former Pfizer employee that confirms poison in the COVID vaccine. I'm going to play it for you. You can listen to it and judge it for yourself. I personally already think it's poison. That's why I refuse to take it. But here she is. You can hear it for yourself. We want to know what to believe. So today we're going to get the confirmation that we need. It's hard to fact check documents. It's hard to fact check publicly discoverable proprietary ingredients. It's hard to fact check Karen Kingston. She is a former Pfizer employee, currently an analyst for the pharmaceutical and medical device industries. Karen, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate your bravery and we admire your desire to expose the truth behind what appears to be, to me at least, one of the most, if not the most evil agenda mankind has ever been subject to. 
Well, thank you for giving me a platform to, to share my findings and to, and to spread the, the truth. And you're right, it is extremely difficult to find this information and, and link it together. Um, I do have a unique set of skills. This is what I do in, in the industry. I analyze intellectual property, the legal landscape for both uh, physicians, pharma, and consumers. And then I'm also a scientific writer and do the clinical analysis as well. So um, you can't expect everyone to have that skill set to find this information. Right. And the truth is, I'm, I, um, you know, the whole do your own research was born out of the out of the reality that the mainstream media has been lying to us, and big tech and social media have been blocking the truth, and that's why people have had to do their own research, um, and that's um, that's that violates our, our, our First Amendment. Yeah. So, so let, let just lay it out there: is graphene oxide in these shots? One hundred percent, it is, and it's irrefutable, and, and, I'll, and I'll walk you through it. So, um, what's really important to know is that the all, all of the mRNA vaccines contain what's called a pegylated uh, lipid nanoparticle. Um, and that's what we're going to go through. So if you take a look at the Moderna patent, it says right there that this contains um, a lipid nanoparticle formulation. And as you go through the patent, which I'll show you, they specifically talk about various ingredients and, and various um, pegylated formulations that have um alphanumeric codes. And then you can also find them in the filings with the FDA with the IND and phase three trials for both Moderna and Pfizer. Uh, and you can also find them, you know, across the pond with the UK filings. I hope that's making sense so far. Yeah, so far. So, so here's the important thing about the patent. I read the patent. It's 193 pages plus uh, attachments. And I read the patent to look for graphene oxide. It is not listed in the patent because it is a trade secret. So you remember Bill Gates saying that there was a trade secret? Yes. Trade secrets are not, you know, purview to the public. So they cannot be in the patent. So graphene oxide is not listed in the patent and it lists everything but that. But I'm still gonna show you evidence that these contain graphene oxide and the patent in China that shows they contain graphene oxide. So let me, let me just ask you, why would they put every other ingredient on the patent with the exception of the standalone graphene oxide. Why would they not put that on there? Um, then I would say the number one reason is because it's uh, poisonous to humans and well known that it's poisonous to humans. Okay. Well, upon watching that video, and it's like 25 minutes long, that was just a portion of it. You could listen to the whole video if you want. It's on Rumble and a few other places. I decided myself to look up what is graphene oxide? What is it inside of? How did they, you know, how did they make it? It generally comes in a gel form, but you can get it in a raw form. Uh, it causes, it, it causes, excuse me, thrombi, blood clotting, multiple organ inflammation, uh, heart inflammation. You see lots of young adults having our heart inflammation problems and blood clotting. How many women have you heard that took, depending on what shot they took, were dying from blood clotting? Yes, it can also collapse your immune system. And I was kind of referring to it earlier. You're going to take shots until your immune system's gone, and that's why. It causes uh, pneumonia. It can also make you lose your taste and smell. It can mimic the symptoms of severe COVID-19. So, <laughs> all these things that this potentially can cause... Isn't it ironic that they leave that out as a patent secret so you don't get to see that in there figuring these things are okay. If you look everything else up, most everything else there has been clinically tried and tested over time and you'd say, okay, it's safe enough for human consumption. Well, guess what? <laughs> this is not. This nanotechnology that they're bringing in has a component to it that's extremely toxic to human beings. 
Why do you think a lot of people who are getting these shots are ending up in the hospital? You've seen so many videos. I know at least I have, and I'm sure you have too. I'm sure you look them up as well. You'll see the videos of people that are twitching uncontrollably. Like I said, you've heard of heart inflammation. You've heard of healthy individuals who get the shot that all of a sudden die two weeks later. Um, Blood clots, women especially dying from blood clots, young kids having problems, COVID-like symptoms. I have had a couple friends that have got it. says it feels like a horse kicked them in the arm when they get the shot. The second shot, they say it kicks their butt and they get really sick. There's a lot more questions around all these things than there are answers. If you want to get the vaccine, by all means, go do what's best for you. Again, I'm going to state my case that I do not think that it is American. I do not think that it is freedom. And I do not think it is right when you are forced to take something that has really shown to be ineffectual at best. You have limited protection against a virus that most people using the right treatments get through it with no problem. Instead, they're forcing you to take something that is proving over and over it doesn't work. Look at Israel right now, most vaccinated country in the world. Biggest outbreak they've ever had since the beginning of the pandemic. They're telling them to get ready for a third and fourth shot. Where does this all stop? Fauci wants to tell you the more people get vaccinated, then we get back to normal. Again, the continued moving of the goalpost. This is never going to end until you put your foot down and just say no. It's my choice. I'm not going to take it. I was happy to see that Ron DeSantis, at least here in Florida, it gives me a little bit of hope that there's not going to be these mandates through companies and everything else. He's dead dead serious about this. You're being fined $5,000 per incident that you ask somebody for proof of vaccination because he says it creates two classes of people. And I agree with him because you're putting one class at a severe disadvantage, all because they choose not to do something that they don't feel is in the best interest for them. Now, something I have noticed ever since Joe Biden's disaster overseas, they haven't been saying a whole hell of a lot about vaccines anymore. It's kind of dying out. People have lost the taste for it. Did anybody watch college football this weekend? I did not. I saw some highlights from it. It gives me a little bit of hope. I may actually have to go get involved in college football, which I never really watched most of my adult life. I, I'd view it here and there if I was bored, if there was nothing to do. But I'm, I wasn't an avid watcher of college football. But when I saw those stadiums packed this weekend and all the video clips that I'm seeing, when I'm seeing these kids with no masks on, cheering and living Uh, their life as we do here in America. We don't let viruses stop us. We don't let wars stop us. We don't get scared. We're Americans. We continue on. That's just what we do. When I saw that, it brought me some hope. This is the younger generation. This is the ones that you're worried that they're indoctrinating. Most of the videos you see, they're around that age and they just despise this country because that's what they're being taught. So it brought me a little bit of hope, and they may make a, a, a avid watcher out of me. The NFL, the NBA, I hope you guys are taking notes because you see people are going to tune into them. They're going to make a, a killing. And what are you guys going to be left doing? You're going to be left holding the bag. You're going to be left holding that woke bag of brokenness and emptiness because everybody's going to abandon you because we're just sick and tired of it. Going back to what I was saying is there's just an exhaustion Nobody cares about this COVID anymore. We don't want to hear about it. We don't want to hear about the next strand and the strand after that. We're tired of hearing about it. We need to move on with our lives. Fauci is going to never, 
ever give you a realistic goal to obtain? How many goals have been laid before you and upon achieving them, it gets pushed back once again? 70% herd immunity. I can tell you right now in Florida, we are at the 70% herd immunity. Between the underage children who cannot take that poison, people that have already contracted COVID, people that have been vaccinated from COVID, we've already hit our mark. But yet, that's not good enough for Fauci. 70% is not good enough anymore. You can't do 70%. This is never going to end until we end it. I, I don't know if anybody saw this, and I know I'm running a little long on my podcast, but there's just a lot going on. Did anybody see what's going on with the NRA? Has anybody seen what they're trying to do to your Second Amendment? I don't know. Too, most people, I, when I talk to them about it, are looking at me like I got two heads. They are starting with the beginning steps in Congress to create a global firearms registry. President Biden wants to give foreign bureaucrats control over the rights of law-abiding American citizens. And the NRA obviously is going to step in to try to fight them, but they want to create a gun registry where if you're purchasing your firearms from overseas and bringing them here, you're going to have to register that weapon. Once it's registered in your name, they're tracking you globally. It's going to be Global gun tracking. Does nobody else but me think that that is very dangerous? Do I need anybody else outside of America? I follow all the laws here with guns. I don't need anybody else worried about what I have and what I don't have. As long as I'm abiding by the rules here, then I shouldn't have to answer to anybody else. I should be able to have whatever firearms I want without registering through an international gun registry. It's something to pay attention to. Like I said, people, I, I guess this one flew under the radar and not a lot of people have heard about it. I'm sure people closest to the NRA may have. But your common American walking around doesn't know anything about it and it's, that's dangerous to me. That's how rights are taken away. That's how you lose your freedoms because you're not paying attention and you don't know anything about it. You don't hear anything about it because no one's talking about it. So something to look into as well They are at the uh, beginning or infantile stages of it, but that's what they're starting to push forward towards. So we need to see how that's going to play out. Hopefully the NRA will do what's necessary. They've been pretty good at protecting gun laws up to this point. I do have faith in that organization. Hopefully they will put something together to stop that, where as long as you're registered here on Homeland, that's all that needs to be done. And beyond that point, you don't need to register with anybody else. Yeah, it was a little bit longer today. Hope you enjoyed it. If you do, leave me a good rating. Five star would be nice. Leave a little comment with it. Would be appreciated. Um, you can reach out to me if you'd like. LittleJoeCC.com. Go to the contact section. And you can leave me a message. You can also follow me currently at Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. I hope you had a wonderfully long weekend. Enjoyed yourself. Sorry that you had to get up early this morning and get back to it like everybody else. Uh, and I hope you will have a wonderful Tuesday. Uh, Have a good week, and I will see you again on Friday.